All right, welcome back, everyone. First podcast of 2024, MMA OBW podcast, Monday, January 8th, 2024. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined my co-host here, Mr. Big Mark. So I got to fix my shirt. I just realized the collar was all fucked up there. Not a great way to start the year off. <laughs> just and, uh, how you doing, Marcel? You look good, man. You wearing a sweater or something? What's going on here? You usually wear no, a t-shirt. I, yeah, but I have it under here, but it's a little bit colder oh, okay. over here right now. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't have uh, anything uh, like heat on or something. So is it snow there or no? Like where you live? A, a, a little bit snowy today, but it's not really a lot of snow. So that's it's Fair okay, enough. you know. I'm not that that quickly cold because I'm fat, you know. But I mean, uh, it's a little bit colder than normally. Yeah, you have yeah. Uh, you have like uh, blubber insulation, right? So yeah, we have, we have like uh, I have like uh, how do you say that the extra jacket? You know what I mean? I have an extra jacket. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know what you mean. All right, let's get some comments. We've got True in the chat. What's up, brother? Antoine, what's up, man? How's it going? I hope you had a good New Year's too. Arkham, definitely stop. Joe, what's up, man? Um, yeah, we'll do a fight announcement podcast after this because there's a lot of fight announcements. I mean, I want to talk about the Armin fight. I want to talk about the BSD fight. But let's save it for the next. We podcast. told you guys, Armin against Charles. You, you did. You called that. And, I, and I'll say this: as soon as Benoit knocked on Matt Frevola, I was on Twitter. I was like, I want to fight Poirier next. So I'm surprised. I, mean, Poirier I, I called that fucking fight, man. Yeah. Me too. It's a dangerous fight, right? With not a lot of, but there's no upside. Maybe no. they just paid him a lot of money, or they just said, "Fucking, you take this fight." So because yeah. he's again, remember I said I'm like he's in a weird spot now. He doesn't have a dance partner. The only fight that would have made sense was Nate Diaz, and Nate is not on the UFC roster, right? So. Yeah. Let's get some uh, other comments here. We got Ray in the chat. We got John in the chat. We got Chris in the chat. A lot of guys in the chat, man. Glad to have all you guys here. Four inches to eight inches. What do you? What do you? What do you? What are you referring to here, brother? No, I'm just joking. Um, we, we snowed a little bit here too in Toronto. Not 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 that much this year. Last year was way worse. I remember exactly like a year ago. It was like fucking, you know, foot of snow. It's like right now. It's it's not too bad actually. We got Zach in the chat. Zach, how's it going, man? Hope all is well with you, brother. I need one of those monsters. Uh, yeah, I know. Looks delicious, Glenn. Glenn, you were first, man. What the hell's going on? I was joking. Um, Glenn's got that. Uh, he sent Marcel a gift for uh, Christmas, and we yeah. might use it today. I don't know. We haven't. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to use it because the guy who actually make the sound is on this card, so we have. That's to. true. That's true. Um, I I have a dog or two, but we'll we'll get into it, right? We're we don't, uh, we're not there yet, so let's get into it. All right. So again, we're gonna. Do two podcasts today. First one, UFC Vegas 84 preview. We're going to break down all 12 fights, and then we'll go into the fight options. So I know people want to talk about those new fights for 300 and 299, which, by the way, is like so fucking stacked, that 299 card, like ridiculously stacked. But we'll wait until the next podcast to do it. So just bear with us, guys. Let's go through UFC Vegas 84, and then save your questions for the next podcast right after this. All right, let's get into it, Marcel. UFC Vegas 84, Marcel, what do you think about this card overall, man? First card of the year, what do you think? Man, I think it's a pretty decent card, man, for for Apex cards. You know, um, I think you got the, you got a good main event rematch. You got a co-main event rematch. You know, you have uh, Jim Miller on it, which is fun. Um, I really like the Ricky Simone against Mario Bautista fight. I think that's a really good fight. Um, and also some fun names on the prelims. You know, you got the like the old fox Andre Arlovsky, right? But uh, I, I think there are some some fun names. I'm looking forward to to Josh Fan's fight. I think mm-hmm. he's a very good prospect in the UFC. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there are, Tom Nolan is interesting, of course, with his debut uh, against Nicholas Mata. Those yeah. are, by the way, the first two fights of the, of the evening. Yeah. Uh, some fights fell through. I think both women fights fell through. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect, but it weren't the ones I was looking forward to. So, yeah. Um, yeah, overall, a good card, I think. A, de- a very decent card for Apex. I don't the car the fights that fall off I, I didn't even care about it at all personally you know 
Um, was it Nora Dumont? Was fight, who was she fighting in? Was it? Um, it was it was um? Oh God! I, I ch and, chased on against Fiera and Dumont against. Who's supposed to fight again? I couldn't even remember. It. I forgot as well. What the hell? <laughs> I know I know the other one because it's on the list still. But like, who's Dumont? Oh come on! Okay. Can... You're, you're, man, you're supposed to know all this shit. You're supposed to be like oh, Yana, San, Yana Santos. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, big, big, a big shame there, Marcel. We're not seeing that fight, anyways. Yeah, um, we got, we still got twelve fights. All right, let's see, let's get into it, guys. We'll start with the first fight of the night. Go from there. Use using UFCstats.com. Um, just the, just the last question. I'll, I'll take this question from Dave before we jump into it. David, what's up, brother? Um, as far as the UFC 300, so let's just wait for the fight announcer podcast right after this. You weren't here a few minutes ago, so you didn't you didn't hear us say that, but. We'll do UFC Vegas 84, then we'll go into another podcast and do UFC 300 and all that stuff. All right, let's jump into it, Marcel. First fight of the night, as you mentioned, Josh Van, really good prospect here, taking on Felipe Bunez, making his debut in the UFC. Minus 205, Josh Van, plus 175, Felipe Bunez. Marcel, I mean, like, am I speaking for you when, when I'm picking Josh Van as well? I mean, Josh Van is an absolute stud. I actually am surprised this is the first fight in the card. Like, I, I don't hate it because I think it's going to be a good fight. But I think Josh Van is the real deal. I, I really like this kid, guys. You know, coming to the UFC last year, on short notice, beating Zhangazhu Magulov. That was one of those wins that kind of opened my eyes up. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's a pretty good prospect, obviously, coming from Fury. And then Marcel, in his next fight, uh, going in there and beating Kevin, Kevin Boreas, who's also a good prospect. Very impressive. Um, the, the guy's striking is very good. Good cardio, uh, pressure, good chin. And then with 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 Bunes, like making his debut here, obviously a guy who was an LFA guy who's been around a long time, but you know, guy's been beaten five times, six times. So I don't really know what to think about this guy. And uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I know he has a lot of experience. He's fought for ACA, he's fought for LFA, but he's coming off a good win. His last fight against that Horiuchi guy. It was a nice win for me with that LFA belt. Um, but it was over a year ago, so a long way off here coming into this fight. Actually, he was supposed to fight Zumagulov and. And Josh Van took that fight, so that's interesting. They're they're end up matching up. Um, I think he's a decent fighter overall. He's been in the sport a long time. He deserves a chance in the UFC. But at the same time, Marcel, thirty four years old, making his debut here against a prospect who's only twenty two, a prospect who I think is the real deal. I I, I honestly think Josh Van, um, before it's said and done, will fight for the belt in the UFC. He's super young. He's super good. I think he wins easily. Minus two hundred five is a great line. I think I really like him here, Marcel. I think he wins probably decision. Um, Bunes is tough. He's pretty hard to finish, but uh, I, I love Josh Fan in the spot, man. What do you think? It's just crazy, man. I didn't know Josh Fan was even twenty-two when, uh, when 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 I had my first job. He was a toddler, you know. So that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Josh Fan. Uh, he has looked so very well. It's very good so far in the UFC. I only think the first round against Kevin Borges, he had really. He was in trouble in that fight, but he came back, man, and he did very well in the second and third round and took over. Um, Philippe Bunas, like you said, man, good, uh, good win against Huriuchi, where he won the title in LFA, but at the same time, has fought for a long time. Was supposed to fight Dennis Bondar on this card, you know. Uh, Van took the fight on short notice, but that's also probably why it's so low on the card, you know, because they already had Bunas versus Bondar opening the card. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Van as well. I think he can probably even get the finish, but uh, I'm going with a little bit of safe bet here. I also always fuck up with the first fight of the year, so uh, this time I hope I'm right. I'm picking Josh Van here. I think Van wins. I, I'd be surprised if we're wrong about this one. I think this guy's the real deal. I think he wins. I think so it's the job done. 
Go ahead. To be really honest, the first three fights, we're going to have the same pick, I think, pretty sure. I think so, too. I think there's a lot of fights we'll probably have the same pick on this card. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, it's, it's, it is a, a favorite heavy card if you look at the odds. There will probably be a few upsets in here. There, I am mm -hmm. picking one or two, I think, but overall, I think a lot of the favorites probably end up winning on this card. So I, I think it's a, I think this is a good bet, though. I think Van and minus two or five. I thought he'd be a higher favorite. I mean, maybe I'm just overlooking Bunez. I hope not, but uh, everything points to Josh Van winning this fight. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. As you mentioned, another big favorite here, Tom Nolan, making his debut against Nicholas Mata. Odds for this one, minus 330, Nolan, plus 270 on, on Mata. And, I mean, I'm guessing we're both going to pick Tom Nolan in, in this fight, and I, I don't see why we wouldn't pick him. Um, the guy is an impressive prospect, undefeated. Big knockout power. We saw that in Contender Series, obviously. Um, and he's facing, facing guy Nicholas Mata, who's very lucky to get another shot in the UFC. Um, that fight against Nick Trey Ogden was not going his way. The fact it was no contest still bothers me. Um, because it was the third round. It was like late in the third round. It wasn't like first or second round. Late in the third round. That should have been a tactical decision win for, for Ogden. Obviously, the fight, the ref fucked up. Was it was it Chris Tyone? Uh, Mike Daltrey. Probably. Mike oh, it was Mike Daltrey. Uh, yeah, I thought it was Tyone. No, it, it, it was Chris. We always blame Chris. It was Chris Tyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mike Beltran. Mike's a great ref, but he fucked up that one. And, you know, hey, it, it should have been every, a loss for Nick Everybody Chris. hates Chris. <laughs> Sorry. I'm surprised he's getting another contract, though, honestly. I, I, I'm i really surprised by it. Like, he does have that win over um, Deanna Belbita's boyfriend, uh, the Cameron Van Camp guy. So she, he has the win over that guy. But that guy's not in the UFC anymore. And the other two losses, the, the Miller and Torres lost brutal knockout losses. Ogden submitted him before he got overturned. I just haven't been impressed with Nicholas Mata at all in the UFC. Tom Nolan is a young prospect coming in here with a great record, with a with a nice pedigree here, undefeated record. Big power. I think he knocks on Nicholas Waterbar. So I think there's a reason he's a big favorite here. I think, I think the, the odds makers know what's going on. The matchmakers are setting him up with a winnable fight. The guy is very talented. He's got a lot of advantage in this fight. Much younger. Huge for this division. Six foot three. Um, longer reach. Southpaw stance. Undefeated record. Everything points to Tom Nolan winning. The only thing that he doesn't have is the experience in the UFC. And I'm not too worried about it in this fight. I think he wins by knockout. Probably like first round. What do you think, man? Yeah, man, I'm picking Nolan here as well. You know, um, I mean, you know, the very good uh, Dana Arcadenesu fight, he knocked out Bogdan Grat, right? Yep. Um, was very, I think it was the very first episode of this of, uh, of, of last so. season. I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, he, he made the good, he, he looked good there. And Mata, Mata has, yeah, I, I think I think he's decent, you know, but he, I, I feel like um, he fought guys. That he couldn't match with, you know, he, he got knocked out against um uh, against Manuel Torres, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I always switch Torres and Padilla for some reason. I don't know why. That's that's why I asked to be sure. Manuel Torres, um, and he also got got, got knocked out by Jim Miller. I mean, Jim Miller is still is legend legendary fighter in my opinion, in the UFC. But then still, I mean, Jim Miller was on pretty much. Uh, how do you say that? Jim Miller is great, but if you cannot get past Jim Miller, I don't see you cracking any top mm -hmm. guys at all. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I like Mata a lot, but I don't think he's going to win. So for me, it's Nolan as well here. Um, I think he's probably stops Mata hmm, first or second round. Yeah, I think he knocks him out. Probably sends him packing to the UFC. Um, just get some comments here. I mean, I 
obviously agree with Ray here. I think I think this would be Ma's last fight. I've, thought, I've said that for like the last three fights. He keeps getting other chances, but uh, he's, he must be thanking Mike Bell trying to get one more fight, really. I mean, he's got lucky because it was uh, it was a no contest. Hey, Hype, what's up, brother? Glad to have you here, man. Um, the, the, the Mata fought Jim Miller for 10K. That's why I like him. Yeah, I mean, he's on, a, he's on a cheap contract. He's probably making more now. He's probably on a 20K contract or something, but probably nothing special. Artanian, and we're still waiting to hear with this guy. He should be there, sure. though. Yeah. Uh, please convince me an underdog or two because I right now have all the favorites. I, ha- I have a dog. Um, but again, Marcel's got the, the dog button ready. Um, yeah, especially I like mother fluffers. I like that too. I don't have a dog, but I got I got the barking. <laughs> got the barking? Good, 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 good. All right, let's go to the next fight. Um, right now it is – well, I mean, Marcel, like this is, uh, this is a fight that, you know – Let's be honest. This fight probably shouldn't even be sanctioned. Uh, you got Gene Silva taking on Weston Wilson. Gene Silva's the biggest favorite in the card. <laughs> yeah, that's Gene Silva, but I mean, he's not a dog here. Minus nine hundred, biggest favorite in the card. Weston Wilson plus six hundred. Gene Silva knocks him out in the first round. What do you think? I mean, that's that what makes most sense or a submission, you know, but either a finish, you know what I mean? I think uh, Gene Silva wins as well. I mean, Weston Wilson, he got in the UFC short notice. He fought Brito last time, got uh, got, got stopped as well in the first round. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Gene Silva here as well. I would be surprised. Is it, who is it, is it Gene Silva or is it John Silva? Uh, I mean, it may be. I, I also don't know. That's why I'm asking. I, I I always thought it was Gene, but if it's John, then there you go. So and I, it's also it's also Adam Martel, right? Yeah, I know, right? If I'm <laughs> well, technically my last name is French, I think, but yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure Silva wins. Um, yeah, I mean, I I the guy's just on a roll. He's good. He's good, right? He's really good. I mean, he looked yeah. great in that in that fighting contender, and he's fighting a guy in Wilson who shouldn't be in the in the UFC really. By the way, there was the other guy who was to fight first, Gabriel Santos. Yeah, I I loved him in that fight too. That would have it's been his first win, I think, in the UFC. The, the best O one two guy in the UFC, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll give Wilson credit, man. Like I never expect him to make the UFC, and he has a good ground game. We'll give him that, Marcel. His, his submissions are nice, but very hittable, very beatable. He, he's been knocked out and finished so many times. He's gonna get finished here again. Um, yeah, minus nine hundred. The odds suck, but that's <laughs> they're pretty like reasonable when you think about it because it's. A fight that there's not many paths for for Weston to win this fight. Let's be honest; he's a striker who has decent ground game, I guess. But facing a guy with with big power, and I'm with this. I, I think it's I think it's a round one knockout. Mustache is steezy. I I got to shave though the rest of it, man. I, I I like I said, new look for the new year. And hey, man, Travis Kel- Travis Kelsey when he landed Taylor Swift, he had that mustache. So now I got the mustache going. Do I don't even it? know what steezy means. So. <laughs> I thought it said sleazy first. I'm like, yeah, it's like a porn star thing, but this is steezy. I'm assuming, let me check the Urban Dictionary. It's got to be a sweet <laughs> character. That doesn't mean. I think you know, it says it's cool, so that's good. Oh, there we go. nice, I appreciate nice, that, nice. man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not uh, model, uh, you know, into all the, the new words these kids use these days, Marcel. I'm old now, right? But, uh... Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight. We got Farid Bashra taking on Taylor Lapolis. This is a good fight. I'm a little surprised it's buried on the prelims. Like, are you a little surprised by that? Because Farid's you know, undefeated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I said that for the Josh Van fight too. This card's pretty good. I mean, there's some good matchups, not big names, but good matchups. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this fight, Farid Bashra, another big favorite, minus 300. Taylor Lapolis t- plus 250. Um, 
I mean, I'm assuming you have the same pick here again, right? Like, I like Taylor Laplace. I think he's a good uh, prospect, double impact. He's he's mm-hmm. been really solid in the UFC over the years, four and one. He looked pretty good against the Cal Longrun guy. Not amazing, but decent. Um, but he got taken down a couple times. And, and, and also, like, I think actually all four of his fights in the UFC, I'm checking right now, he's been taken down. And that worries me against a guy like Ferris Bashrod who can take you down and who can uh, control you, who can grind you, and who can submit you. Um, Farid and his brother Javid are both very good prospects. I think they're both studs, and I, I think Farid wins this fight and proves his record 12-0. and 0. Um, I like Taylor Lapolis. I want to think he's a live dog here, but not really, Marcel. I think he gets taken down, grinded out, controlled, and and he loses the decision. So fast wrap decision, minus 300, I think he wins. What do you think? I think it will be a competitive fight, but the thing is, like, I think uh, if 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 Kalen Lafren can take down Taylor Lapolis, I'm pretty sure that Farid Basharat can take him down as well. You know, and I think um, I, I don't even think that Basharat will do a lot of damage, but I think ground control and a lot of takedowns. If I think I think Taylor Lapolis will be able to stand up, but I think Farid takes him down again. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much how it will, will be. Taylor will try to keep it standing, and Farid will try to take it to the ground. And I think he will su- succeed nine out of ten times. So, for me, I think there's a chance for Taylor if he if he if he clocks him somewhere, you know, in the fight. But on the other hand, I'm gonna go with Basharat. Man, it's a much safer pick here. Um, decision yeah. for us, Farid Basharat, and pretty much for the same reason why you picked him. Yeah, I, I, he's a safe pick. I'm just saying, like, of, of the four fighters so far we picked. I think he's the one that maybe could there could be enough stuff, but I, I, I don't think so at the same time. A mm-hmm. um, couple of comments here. Yeah, I think Bash. Yeah, sub decision. That's a probably good uh, double um, chance. Yeah, Laplace is very experienced. He's a good fighter, man. He's really good. I mean, again, I, I want to think he's got a, a somewhat of a chance here. Um, yeah, uh, don't bet. So I don't know what the odds were. I, I just saw them earlier today. I was doing it. Uh, Ferret open is the favorite. I think it was. I think it was like the same. Actually, it was something similar. We guys don't think it uh, happens if both Bachelor brothers fight. Crack the top five around the same time would be awkward. I mean, they're both good. Um, that'd be crazy if one day they ended up fighting for the belt. They're both so good that they ended up fighting for the belt, but it won't happen. I mean, this no. sport, there's too many good fighters in the sport, man. But, Especially this but, division. One guy will go up or go down. I pretty much yeah. go up. There's no way they're gonna fight each other. Who's the better fighter? You think Javid? I think Javid is further in his career than Farid. You know what I mean. But I think Farid can become better than than Javid is. But I think both guys are still learning as they fight. You know, they are still not in their prime. Both I think. So the thing yeah. is, I think Javid is a little bit ahead of Farid, but I mm-hmm. think that Farid can be better than Javid. That's fair. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got Marcus McGee taking on Gaston Bolanos. McGee, another big favorite, minus two sixty, plus two twenty. Bolanos, yeah, rightly so, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, here's the other, like again, you know, I know McGee's a little bit of an older prospect um, for the one thirty five division. He's thirty three. It's funny, right? As we get older, Marshall, these guys are all younger than us now, but they, I still have to say he's an older guy for the division because because it is a, a division that typically has younger guys at the top. But um, he's really good. I mean, we, we've seen it in the UFC so far: two straight wins, two two bonuses. Big power, good submissions, trains in a great camp, training with Sean O'Malley and those guys. I mean, he's he's just a good fighter, man. And um, Bolanos, man, I, I got to be honest, Marcel, I wasn't too impressed with his debut against Darren Phillips. I know he won the fight, obviously. I, I mean, I thought he'd win that fight, but I expected a bit more. And I think the fact he didn't finish that guy is a little concerning, to be honest with you. 
Um, that's a fight guy should finish. And then obviously, you know, his record, it's not the best considering he came from Bellator, really, seven and three. That's not amazing. Um, mm-hmm. A guy who's been, you know, upset a couple times, Marcel and Bellator, quite frankly. He's lost a few fights where he was a favorite. Um, so uh, minus 1,100 against Daniel Scary Carey, and he lost. So a guy that I don't trust, really, to be honest with you. I think McGee finishes him. Um, I'm looking at uh, Bellano's record. He's been submitted twice. McGee actually does have submissions on his resume. He's not just a knockout artist. I'll take him by submission, Marcel. Let me take him by submission. I think he drops him and then submits him. I think it'll look like the Jordan Ducey fight. What do you think, man? <laughs> That's the exact same thing. So, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drop him and submit him. Right? Holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Club and sub, right? Club and sub, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, think so too, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think that's what happens here. You know, the guy's, like I said, he's been submitted a couple of times. I don't think he's got a great ground game, and I think that's what happens here. we got our boy, uh, Pato. Why are you leaving Bolanos? Like, what what do you like about him in this spot? I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just curious. McGee sub, yeah. I think we're, we're all the same. Like, look, these guys in the chat are the same thing as us, Marcel. So, curious to see what the odds are on that. I think it's a, a sneaky good pick, that club and sub. We're all calling it. He drops him, and then he grabs his neck, and we're naked show, Marcel. That's what you're thinking. We're naked. Guillotine. Guillotine, I'd say. Problem in Guillotine, yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight. This is a welterweight bout here, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Matthew Selzberger is taking a fight at short notice against Preston Parsons. Am I correct about that, Marcel? You filled yeah, in, right? Parsons was supposed to fight Basil Hafez. There we go. I, li- I like Hafez in that spot. Now, as far Me as too. this fight goes, the odds are pretty close. Minus 130 for Matt Semmelsberger, plus 110 for, for Preston Parsons. What do you think about this? I'll start with you on this one. This is one of the most tough fights to pick on the card, in my opinion. You know, if you look at Preston Parsons, um, he had to debut against Daniel Rodriguez. I think that was on a, that was a short notice, if I remember correctly. I'm not 100% sure. Then he got to have an Aldo win, but Aldo took that one on short notice. And the Giles win was a split decision, was a close fight. Uh, so the thing with Samuelsberger is he's fun to watch, but he's inconsistent, you know what I mean? Uh, if you look at Samuelsberger, for example, he got those quick finishes against Jason Witt and Martin Sano. Um, at, against Jake Matthews, he knocked him down every round, remember? But then he, he, he fought Jeremiah Wells. He did more damage, but Jeremiah was more was more uh, dominant on the ground, you know. And I guess Oros Medic, he looked great, man, in the first round. He looked great, and then he got he got knocked out, you know, in the third round. Um, how many knockdowns does the dude have? Like ten in in, in seven fights? Or I think something? he has ten. I, I I counted the other day. I'll count it right just because he asked that. I, I think it was ten. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, ten. And he's been dropped once in his last fight. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 crazy, you know. It is so many knockdowns. The thing is, like, I think the longer the fight goes, I, I prefer Parsons, but I think Samuelsberger can finish Parsons, man. So mm. I, I'm taking a gamble with Samuelsberger knocking him out in, in the first round, but I'm not sure. I'm far from sure, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I agree. I think this is one of the ones that kind of can go either way. I mean, that's that's why the odds are close. They're like the only one of the only fights with close odds on the card so far, anyways. And also, he took it a short notice too. I think that's the other thing, right? Um, I like Samuel Jeddah though. I mean, like the guy's got what ten fights now in the UFC. Nine is his tenth fight. The experience, I think, is the difference for me. You know, Parsons only has like two, two, three fights. He is a good wrestler. We've seen that. Um, you beat the Evan Elder guy, take him down. Although that guy was in the wrong weight class at the time. Um. 
Trevor Giles' fight was not too impressive, but I mean, it was a split decision. He could have won the fight. The Dan Rodriguez fight was 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 bad. Um, just got destroyed. Although again, it was short notice debut. I just don't trust Semmelsberger, man. That's the problem, right? Like, and I think you're the same way. Like, despite ten knockdowns, he's only five and four in the UFC. So mm-hmm. he drops guys, but he doesn't finish them a lot of the time. Like he's able to, or they're able to come back and stay in the fight and beat him. So. You know, that fight with Jeremiah Wells also worries me, Marcel, where he just got kept getting taken down. He dropped him twice, but kept getting taken down. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if Parsons is, like, as tough and durable as those other guys, like a Jeremiah Wells or Earl Spedge even, um, or some of these other guys that he's fought. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna lean towards Samurai the Jedi just because of the power. Um, I think he'll probably knock out Parsons. But, again, Marcel, like, if this guy goes and drops Parsons and Parsons survives in the first round or something and he comes back and wins the decision, I'm going to be really pissed at myself for betting on it because I'll know I, I would have I should have known better, uh, knowing the guy's history. So I'll take Semelsberger by knockout, but I just it's not a fight I'm like super like confident in, so I'll pass on the bet and stuff like that. You kind of I think you agree with that, eh? Yeah, definitely. A couple comments. What do you think Marcus is feeling? This is a prospect 33. I, I like him. He's turning 34 this year, which is crazy. I don't, you know, like it's hard to call a guy that age a prospect. That's like calling me or Marcel a prospect, to be honest with you. Um, I think he's good though. It's just again that the 135 is so stacked. Like even on this card, there's we've already named like a, a bunch of guys for 135. They're good. So very tough to pick your semi most untrustworthy fighter. That's the thing. Can you trust him with your money? Not really. Craig, what's up, brother? Glad to have you in the chat, man. Uh, bros alert to finish after a knockdown. Sure seems like it. I see Sammy at the weigh-ins. Yeah, he never, you know what? He never really looks good at the weigh-ins. I'm going to say that. I don't think he's a guy that, like, like shows off well on the scale, but he's, he's a fighter. You know, he's a good fighter. So it's just, yeah, he's not the best guy to, like, on the scale. Although, like you said, he did take a short notice, so, yep, TV makes weight. All right. Go to the I got to say, Samuelsberger is smart, you know, because he will always get the new uh, new photo shoot from the UFC because he always shows up with a different hairstyle. <laughs> different hairstyle. I think, he, I think he rocks the mustache sometimes as well, if I'm not mistaken, or, or a beard. Yeah. So he's one of those guys that, you know, comes in with, like you said, a different haircut, um, different facial hair. Um, yeah. But as far as the, like the body goes, like he, he, I don't think he's a guy that looks like ripped ever. If that makes sense, like he looks mm-hmm. kind of just normal, you know. But he's he's got power in his hands, man. That's for sure. All right, this fight, I think this is the last prelim, right? Andre Arlovski, yeah. Waldo's Cortez Acosta. Okay, so um, five fight main card, seven fight prelims. Uh, Waldo's a huge favorite, minus four, minus six hundred. Holy shit! Now it's even bigger, minus six hundred plus four twenty five on Andre. I mean, I I don't see how Andre wins this fight. I mean, I know he's obviously the more experienced guys, and, and, and you know, he's a guy who's a, a legend. And But, again, he's turning 45 this year. Holy shit. I mean, it's a, it's, holy fuck, bro. He's turning 45 next month, bro. Extreme red light, his last fight against Dante Mays. That's the thing. Dante Mays is, like, not very good. Like, let's be honest. And I was shocked. Brutally knocked out. Actually, yeah. You know what? He wasn't doing bad. That's the thing. Like, No, that's true. Technically, he's still a good boxer, and he's smart, right? He's a smart guy. All that experience, right? What does he have? Like 30 UFC fights? It's insane. But again, 45 years old, Marcel. I'm not picking a guy who's turning 45 in two weeks. No, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. And I know Salsa Boy, you know, he had that loss to the Lima. To, again, that's an older guy. He's 40. Didn't look good in that fight, you know, but he bounced back nicely with against the Dreshke guy. That was his best performance. Um, and overall, I think he's looked good in the UFC. You know, good boxing, as we know. He's pretty tough. He hasn't been finished. Um, there's no reason not to pick Baldo Cortez Acosta here. I mean, if you don't want to lay my 600 on a heavyweight, I'd understand that. But as far as a pure pick goes, he, he he is the pick. There's no doubt. 
I think he knocks out Arlovsky. And, you know, Marcel, if, if it's bad, I mean, it could be Arlovsky's last fight. It's possible. Uh, I'm going to take Waldo by knockout, and I'll say first or second round. What do you think? I mean, if Waldo wants to win, he likely has to win by knockout, I think, you know, because, listen, man, you know, you're you're more convinced on Waldo than I am, to be really honest. I think he looked good yeah. against Lucas Dresky last time out, you know. But before that, he got those wins against Chase Sherman and against uh, Jared Vendera, I think. Those weren't really impressive. Yeah, Chase Sherman was okay, you know, but the Fendera fight wasn't really impressive, in my opinion, you know. And um, the Lima fight was really bad, in my opinion, you know. Um, yeah. Arlovsky, Ar Ar listen, man, great career, legend of the sports, in my opinion, should be in the UFC Hall of Fame. But I don't see it anymore. And and Waldo is, is younger it's, it's more it's, it's more hungry to get back in the to get in the top 15 for the first time you know um yeah i gotta go with waldo here i'm going with round one decision for waldo okay uh, round one ko for waldo i think that makes the most sense and i'm going to do that yeah no i, I think so too Mark. So I, I think you're right with that one so we have the same pick in that fight all right now we go on to the main card oh we get a couple of comments actually guys um yeah both guys did lose to delima who I mean, it's pretty good other than that Lewis fight. That was bad, but he's not bad, actually. Costa KO, but the line's criminal. I know. I know. That Vendera fight was not that impressive. I want to say Jared's like like heavyweight now or middleweight. Like, he's lost so much weight, Jared Vendera. Yeah, he looked good, man. He looks good. He won his last fight or no? Did he lose again? I can't remember. I don't know what he did, but but I mean, the, the pictures I see from him, he looks a lot better shaped than, what, than he was in the UFC. Yeah, I gotta check though because I know he came back and fought in some other promotion. He he lost, he right. lost an LF, LXF that Chuck Campbell guy. That's the guy that Modestus fought in um, Cage Warriors. Yeah, um, crazy how Arlovski's still fighting. I know it's crazy, dude. He's forty five. I mean, there's a lot of people that are probably fans of the sport that you know are like you said could be his son easily. I think Hall of Famer, right? Hundred percent Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, former champion, all the fights he's had, he, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, there's no boat about that. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got the main card opening up. It is Phil Hawes against Bruno Ferreira. Odds for this one. This is close to minus 125 Bruno, plus 105 Phil Hawes. Uh, give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. What do you think? Actually, people will say this is an easy pick, but I don't think it's an easy pick at all, you know? The problem is you just can't trust Phil, Phil Hawes' chin. That, that's the whole problem here, you know? Because I think if it comes to the wrestling side, I think he can make he can make it work, you know. But I'm afraid that Bruno somehow gonna land on the chin of, of Phil Hawes and it's night night. You know what I mean? Um, we saw Bruno Ferreira getting knocked out against Nurulton Rudziboyev last time out. Before that, he knocked out Robocop, um, and he got that win on the Contender Series where he also got the got a quick finish against Leon Aliu, who is now on Cage Warrior, I think. Um, yeah, man, Phil Haas. Um, he started well in the UFC, right? With uh, with three wins, uh, two two wins again, a knockout against Malkoon, uh, a decision against Imavov, and a decision against uh, Dawkins. But since then, only got a win over Duran Win. Um, yeah, I, I, I got to go with with Bruno Ferreira here. Although I'm not I'm not convinced, as people are. I see a lot of people picking blindly Bruno Ferreira, but. I, I gotta go with Ferreira, man, for the simple reason that I don't trust Phil Hoschen. So Bruno Ferreira for me by knockout. I agree. I mean, I, I feel the same way. Just because, like, I think Phil Hoschen, man, he's he's definitely got the skill. Like, there's no doubt, right? Mm -hmm. His striking is really good. Like, 
I think he still lives in Thailand, or he was for a while, right? And like technically, he's a phenomenal striker. Like I really enjoy watching him strike. He's just very good, but the chain is terrible. Like it's one of the worst chains in the UFC. Um, you know, look at those fights, like the Chris Curtis fight. Um, piecing him up, Marcel gets destroyed at the end, right? So like it's hard to trust him. But then you look at a fight like the Duran Win fight; it was fucking impressive as hell, right? But again, mm-hmm. the last two fights getting just brutally knocked out by Delize and Alex Carroll. I understand they're good fighters, but it's not even about how good these guys are. He just gets touched and he's done. So you can't trust him. You just can't trust him. But again, he's got power. He's got some wrestling to you. I mean, he's just a good fighter, but the chin is terrible. And then Ferrer is just, again, you know, he's got power, but his chin didn't look very good in his last fight either, to be honest with you. I, I think these are there's a battle of glass cannons. I don't think either guy is amazing. I don't think they're bad, but I, I think they're both flawed, you know? So I think the odds are, are where they should be because I think Phil Haas could win the fight. I'm not going to bet on Ferrer, but I have to pick him by knockout just because, I, I I mean, I'm like everyone else. I'm James Phil Haas's chin. You can't pick it. You just can't pick him because of that chin. You can't. Um, but he could easily win too because he's a good fighter at the same time. He's a good fighter with a bad chin. That's the thing about the sport, right? You have all the skill in the world, but if you don't have – it's like, you know, Marcel, if you're like, you know, you're uh, you know, like a – you know, like a warrior, right? Like they used to fight like in, in a in a battle, right? You can go in there and you could have, you know, a good sword, for instance. But if you don't have a shield to back it up, then you're going to lose, right? That's the problem. And that's the problem with Haas. He doesn't have that last line of defense. A couple of comments here. Jones, Aspel, Zero Legends, when he finished Orlovsky. Yeah, that wasn't a great comment. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, he beat a, a, a diminished Orlovsky. Phil's chin is suspect. Yeah, I agree. Under 1.5. I think so. That that probably makes sense. I don't think this fight will go the distance. First, sometimes loses to Haas after knocking up Robocop. I can't understand the sport. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, we talk about this all the time. There's just random upsets sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. and that was, I mean, Robocop. I thought Robocop would absolutely win that fight, and he got caught. Robocop's chain is not amazing. I called that one. I, I called that call, one. You did fucking call yeah. that one. Well, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. This fight's not going the distance, Glenn. It, it, Bruno's the cardio is probably not very good either. I like the Hulk. Only lost the future champion, Rosalton. You like you like Rosalton there? Eh? Hot chocolate vibes. Who's hot? Oh, Dan Roberts. Yeah, a little bit. Zach Cummings. Zach Hall's easy win. I hope it's the real Zach Cummings. That'd be awesome. Um, no hype as well. Nick didn't have. Uh, what is his nickname for? Did he change it or something? Or, I think or, it was Megatron once. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawsey Malcolm match. I, I that was crazy. It was like eighteen seconds or something. Deron Wayne. I think he got released. Right? Didn't he? Yeah. Just gonna take the fight and then KO. Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got we got Ricky Simone taking on Mario Batista. I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. Um, <laughs> I wanted you to go first on this one. Well, hit the button. Hit the button. Here's my first dog in the card, Mario Batista. He's my first dog in the card. He the odds, I should say them. <laughs> Minus 175, Ricky Simone, plus 150, Mario Batista. I'm taking Batista, Marcel. I'm, gonna, I'm taking a shot on this guy. Um, I I like him. I think he's he's a good good prospect, man. And, you know, like, four, five straight wins. Um, I know the last fight with Blackshear was close, but Blackshear is actually a pretty good fighter. But, yeah, I mean, his his uh, career has been pretty solid in UFC 72. You know, the loss to San Hagen's debut, and no shame in that. The Trevin Jones fight, that's actually upside. I did pick at the time. And, uh, you know... He got brutally knocked out in that one, but it's bounced back really nicely. I understand the opposition hasn't been great. I, I agree with that, but it's been impressive the way he's been finishing these guys. And the last fight obviously showed a full skill set. Um, another guy that trains with really, really, good, really good camp. And with Ricky Simone, Marcel, um, 
good fighter, obviously, he's eight and three in the UFC, but the, the, the two losses by knockout worry me, and, and and I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure where to, where he is now. He looked, he just looked so fucking bad in his last fight. And I understand he looked great before that. Maybe I'm forgetting how good he he has been in the UFC at times. But that last fight was just such a bad look, in my opinion. You know, I understand it was Song Tony Dong, good fighter, but I don't know, man. I I, I like Batista. I was going to pick him against Cody Garbrandt, and I've been looking for a spot to pick him and. I got to be honest, like, I'm surprised that he's a plus 150 dog here. I don't see the fight like this at all. I think Batista is going to win this fight. I'm going to take him to win a decision here, Marcel. Maybe a knockout, but probably a decision. Plus 150. Give me the dog. That's my first dog in the card. What do you think, man? I think we have a first consensus dog. Oh, my here. God. Here we go, baby. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I think so, man. I think it's uh, not going to lie. I think we'll be a close fight. I think yeah. they're very competitive with each other, you know? But, uh, yeah, I feel like the Bautista is still like growing, you know, in his yeah. MMA game. And I feel like Ricky Simone is still good, you know, but I is a little bit more stagnant than, than Bautista is, you know. And I think this is a fight where we're going to see if Bautista can really like match with these top 15 guys, you know. And I think he can, you know. Um, I'm also on Bautista's side. I think we'll be close while I go with a decision as well. So, uh, yeah, we have our first consensus dog of the year, and it's Mario Bautista. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Let's get some comments here. Let's check your schedule's crap. I don't think it's crap, but it, obviously I, I would agree that Simone's is a little better. Um, I, I think that's fair to say. You like you, you like Batista too. There you go. Now post Natalie Sess. Oh my God, that's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He puts that on the screen. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I really hope they push Mario. I like Mario, dude. He's good. Over in coin flip split decision. Yeah, it would probably be competitive. I mean, there's no doubt. I just like I'm surprised he's plus one fifty. I, I don't see the fight being like that at all. Um, I can see why someone's a favorite, but at the same time, like I feel like Batista, personally, Marcel, I I would actually favor Batista a little bit, like minus one thirty or something like that, it, like a competitive fight. But I think he's he should be favored. The momentum is on his side, and in a close like fight like that, this I like the momentum. So let's go with it. Let's go to the next fight here. We got Jim Miller taking on Gabriel Benitez Mowgli, and this one's interesting too. Um, Gabriel, I looked at the opening. I'll say Benitez opened as a slight favorite. Now the lines kind of flipped, and Miller's minus one twenty, Benitez plus one hundred. So it's still really close odds. What do you think about this one, man? You got two like the older guys in the division going at each other. What do you think? Yeah, man, it's an uh, interesting fight. I think this fight was booked before. You know, this was actually supposed to happen last year. Uh, I think uh, I, I think uh, Benita spooled out back then, and uh, Hernandez took the fight on short notice, and he actually beat Jim Miller. Um, yeah, Jim Miller got won four of his last five fights, man. He only lost that fight, which was supposed to be against Benitez, against Alexander Hernandez. But I think he has looked good, man, as of lately. And he also said, like, he feels a lot better than a couple of years ago when he had the, the Lyme disease, right? And now we can handle it a little bit better. And uh, it's actually crazy. It's his 40th, 43rd UFC fight, I think, man. It's actually crazy. He's 40. Uh, he said he wanted to fight 45 times in the UFC. Not probably. Eh, if he sticks around after UFC 300, maybe going to happen, you know. But uh, I don't know. I think he wanted to stop after UFC 300, but maybe he, he, he thinks twice. I don't know. If you look at Gabriel Benitez, Benitez wins against any, everybody I expect him to win against, and he loses against everybody I expect him to lose against, you know. Uh, he won against uh, Sideshow Bob in his last fight, you know. Uh, good win for him, but somebody I expect him to beat. I'm picking Jim Miller here all day, man, to be honest. You know, I think Jim Miller wins this fight. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Um, I think Jim Miller wins. I'm, I'm, I'm going even with a submission, man. I think it's Jim subs him in the second round. 
Yeah, I've been thinking about this one. I'll be honest. My first initial thought was Benitez, just because mm-hmm. like I want to fade Miller, right? He's age 40, right? I don't mm-hmm. want to take him. He's actually turning 41 this year. But at the same time, like he's still looking good, man. I mean, he's he's, he's actually finishing guys in like brutal fashion, like really impressive. A lot his last like what ten, nine wins have come by finish. So I mean he's definitely mm-hmm. a guy or eight wins, I should say, have been finishes. So he's a guy that can finish you. And with Benitez, like again, a dangerous guy in that first round. But other than that, he's a guy that's very beatable. Um, and, and like you said, he's been submitted before. He's he's been he's been knocked out. Um, don't really trust him completely. I, I don't love Miller because of the age here. So I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass personally. I could see him getting finished. I could see him doing one of those fights where you're like, oh shit, he finally showed his age. But at the same time, like due to the experience, like and due to the the recent form where he's actually looked pretty good, I'm gonna pick him. I'll pick Jim Miller. I think the like the odds also shifting are making me pick him too. Like. If they were going the other way, I'd probably be like, all right, maybe the these people got it right. But the fact that it's going towards them, I think people they are betting on Miller. They, they probably know something here. So I'll take Miller by stoppage. I don't think this fight goes three rounds. I think that's the, bet, the better bet. I don't think this fight's going to three rounds. Someone's getting finished in this fight. I'll take Miller, Marcel. I'll probably take him by knockout. Um, I think it's the job done here. So we have the same pick in this one. All right, we only have two, two fights left. Wow, okay, mm-hmm. so... We've gone through this card pretty fast. Um, they're both rematches, and the first one is Manel Kopp against Mateus Nicolau at uh, Flyweight. This is the co-main event. And right now, Kopp minus 255, Nicolau plus 215. And you know, Marcel, the first time these guys fought, I picked Kopp to win. And uh, I thought he won the fight. I, I actually thought he won that fight. It was a close fight, but I thought he won. The judges went with Nicolau. Um, now it's the rematch, uh, what, three years later? And mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Kopp again. I, I don't know. I don't really trust Nicolau right now. Um, the chin looked really concerning in that last fight. That knock, he's been knocked a couple times. Kopp is a, is a guy who can crack. I know Kopp uh, is coming off a tough fight in his last fight against Felipe Dos Santos, a fight that was probably a little tougher than people thought. But the guy can definitely crack. And, and you know, I, I still think he's a guy that's going to fight for the belt. Like, I, I, I think he's really good. Nicola had a nice little win streak going there. I think it ends again here, or by well, the end of his last fight. But you know what I mean. Like he's, I think he gets another loss. I got Manel Cop in the rematch, Marcel. So I don't love the odds, though. That's the thing, right? A guy who's lost already to this guy it shouldn't be probably minus two fifty five. That's a little high, I think. So I'm picking him. I, I just wish the odds were lower. But I'll take Cop. I'll take him by knockout. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also picking Manuel Cop. I actually picked Nicolau in the first fight, but I thought it was close oh, and nice. could have been Cop's way as well. You know, so. Um, yeah, I'm picking Cop here as well. I think he's on a good on a good role in the division. Uh, Nicolau, uh, Nicolau's very decent, man. I think, but he's like the kind of guy who is like he's not really spectacular, you know. I think he's decent, but not spectacular. And Cop has something spectacular, but sometimes that works against him. You know what I mean? Um, now picking Cop, I don't know if I'm going with a finish here, man. It might be a decision I'm going with. Um, going going with an early finish or a late or or decision. I don't think it will be uh, ended late. I think, I think we see a lot of probably uh, more grappling kind of fight if it goes to the later rounds. You know, um, uh, I'm going with Cobb decision. Yeah, there we go. All right, um, we got the last fight here, guys. Main event time. Another rematch. Mega Man and Goliath taking on Johnny Walker. They fought back in October. Um, Johnny Walker was in the desert, and the fight got stopped. <laughs> Um, by that ref, that, that or that doctor. Remember that doctor? Like the yeah. I, I hope that guy never does a fight again in the UFC because he was so fucking stupid. We were. I, I remember we, we freaked out on him there, but uh, 
We got the rematch going three months later, five rounds this time. Um, I, by the way, the odds I should mention them minus 450 plus 350. I, I think they're the same as last time. I, I could be wrong, but I think they're the same. I mean, the fight doesn't change for me at all. I'm still picking Ankle Live, and he was dominating the fight before he pulled a fucking uh, Peter Yawn and landed <laughs> the uh, legal knee bonehead move of the century. It's like, lucky the referee said it as an as an unintentional fall. Bro, I gotta be honest. Like, I think it should have been a DQ. I really probably. do because how was it not intentional? I mean, he clearly was trying to knee him in the head. It, <laughs> it wasn't like one of those ones where it was in like transition. You know, like this was the guy was like on the ground. Everyone knew he was. I, I don't see the fight going anywhere any other way. I think Ankalaev probably gets him to the ground again, gets to the fence, tires out Walker, and finishes him. This time he has five rounds to finish, so I think he gets the job done. Uh, Johnny's a, a good striker, but I, I still don't trust his cardio. I don't trust his wrestling. Ankle live knockout. Uh, the odds are they're, they suck minus four fifty, but I think he wins. So I think I'm inside the distance. I think that's a, that's a good way to get better odds. What do you think, man? Michael Matt does it fuck up again. He will win the fight, man. I mean, uh, and the UFC is praying so hard that Johnny wins here, but. I mean, I want to. I want to see Magomed win because I think he's the best fighter in the division. That's my opinion. You know, I want to see him fight Alex Pereira, and I know the UFC wants to keep him far away as hell from Alex Pereira. So, um, yeah, Ankalaya for me. I actually think he knocks out Johnny Walker in the first round. I think he counter shots him with something, and I think he clock he clocks him and he knocks him out in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I don't see going either way. Couple of comments here. You like cop? There you go. Nikolaev. Does anyone like it? Walker in this fight? Does anyone? A lot of people actually do. I had really? a, I did I did a poll on my Instagram uh, channel. I think I think uh, seven sixty five percent went with Walker. So I I guess they just don't like Nikolaev or something. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't, I don't, possible. Right? I don't see like he's got a chance in the first round. I would say that, that's, that's it. He can fly. He can, he can flash knock out him. You know, he got a puncher's chance pretty much. Johnny's his last one two. Three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so he's seven and four in the UFC with six first round knockouts. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a submission over Kuchelaba, probably. Yeah. I should say, sorry, first round finishes. I should say, yeah, yeah. I didn't just mean knockout, but yeah, at five first round knockouts, one first round uh, submission, and then one decision over Anthony yeah. Smith. That's the fight where Smith was like, You're trying to hurt my family. He's like, Huh? That was it, the fight. He's always it, in these fucking weird ass fights, eh? Yeah, true. He also uh, oh, he lost to Santos. Yeah, with a horrible yeah. decision. Yeah, can you believe it's only been, almost been five years since he lost to Corey Anderson? Because I remember that yeah, fight, and I was crazy. shocked at the time. And you know, it's hey, good for him to bounce back from it. But yeah. again, you know, yeah, I don't like this matchup. This is not a fight. I think he's going to win, man. I, I think Ankle Live should be fighting for the belt right now. To be honest with you, the UFC just I, doesn't like the guy. So it's so stupid, man. Because I mean, oh. they they trying everything to keep they don't Mago like him. away from. Yeah, bro, they I, don't. I, I, I don't understand it. He, well, he talked shit against uh, the UFC after that fight with Yon. He was like, you know, you guys – didn't he say, like, you hired the judges to screw me or something? Something like that? Wasn't he saying something? <laughs> Possible, yeah, something. It was, it was fucked. Yeah, and, and that fight with Yon, I actually think I, I scored it for Ankalaya, if I'm not mistaken. So. I, did, I, I think I scored it uh, I scored it 3-2 to two and with one round of 10-8 even. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought he should have won. All right, a couple comments here. Manal Hutt become a flyweight title challenger. Yeah. I mean, I think he's already there. It's very possible, man. But you know, you have uh, you have Pantoja as the champion. You got uh, the winner of Albazi Moreno likely fights for a title next. They definitely gonna push Mokhayev if he wins against Perez. If he wins against Perez, it is. 
Um, yeah, but Manuel is how did they does they not say that he's in the mix? So yeah, he definitely is if he wins. He's in the mix. Marcus is up, brother. Glad to have you here, man, and, and glad you're enjoying the show. And do you want to love? I don't know. I mean, it seems like he's disappearing. He's a guy that no one talks about this division now. You, yeah. you know what's going on with this, with this guy? They probably give him Ankalaev if Ankalaev wins against Walker. <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> the UFC's not gonna give Ankalaev a title shot, man. They 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 prefer to give it to Izzy, I think, you know. Yeah, so UFC <laughs> prefers English speaking champs like it or not. Yeah. Krilov's on a roll, has been booked since after he beat Span last year. I know. I'm, I'm with you. All right. Um, I think we're good there. So, yeah, I mean, again, me and Marcel, or Marcel and I, I should say, we don't talk about these fights beforehand. We don't talk about these fights before, Marcel. And we, I never know who you're going to pick. We only had one different pick, though. Or, no, we had the same picks, actually. We had the same picks today. Um, and one consensus dog hit the button. Mario Batista. That's our consensus dog of the week. The rest of them are all favorites that we picked. So take it as I mean, you will. I, yeah, think, we I, I, I was going to say, I got to go back to last week. We listen to every week of the podcast and figure out what our consensus dog record was. I think it's pretty good. I think That's it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, the I think consensus it's pretty good, dog guys. record is good. Yeah, I, I like when we have two, though, you know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and to answer your question, yeah, I mean, you asked me what, what, what dogs were taking. He That was the one. There's, there's a couple other guys I think could win as a dog. Like, I think Benitez could. He's a small Parsons. dog. Yeah, he could too. And uh, pause. Pause. Yeah. But but now these other guys like like um you know like uh, Josh Finn, uh, Tom Nolan, uh, Ankle Live, they should all win. Uh, Waldo. Anyways, let's uh let's get out of here, Marcel. So yeah, we we, we did the podcast. We're gonna do another one here, guys. A really short one. We're gonna do finding out some top of UFC three hundred UFC two ninety nine. Marcel, anything you want to say before we get out of here, man? Let's go to the other podcast. Thanks for watching, guys. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So like, share, subscribe, guys. Smash that like button, share, subscribe. And we'll see you on the other side. We're going to jump into the next podcast. And I'll tweet out the link. Peace.